<laughs> Jackie Tamela's on her beta max. I just invited, <laughs> I just invited Mike. Hold on. Oh, uh, you got it. That's taping. Uh, Mike is just as bad. Mike, I know he. How just you know I'm taping? Because there's the recording in the top left corner when you start taping. Oh. You got it. It's recording now. Yeah, it's recording. recording now, baby. She's still staring at shit. I don't know what she's doing. Hi guys. <laughs> this is like this is like a fantasy I've had, but way more Christ-like. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Mike's coming. There yeah. he is. Yay. There he is. Uh, see, you can't have three of and love the Lord. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> the Lord, the Holy Ghost, <laughs> Jesus. Mike, what is he? He is hilarious. He did the same thing when we did Cellar Nightly. No, I'm the one that's screwing up, not Mike. But ain't he trying to connect? He's connect, connecting to the audio right now, but he's he's there. Mikey. Connecting to audio. Is I he asked, the Commodore 64? I asked him to start video, so <laughs> he'll be here in a minute. This nigga's on dial-up. Uh, nigga got a, <laughs> he got an Intellivision. <laughs> he was just here talking to me. Stop making fun of him. Nah, I have to. I'm going to make fun of him when he get here. Tired of him. Old man fingers can't operate no computer. <laughs> uh, I think all of y'all are in the same ballpark. I think we, we are all, you might be surprised, <laughs> in, in the same ballpark age-wise. Ain't none of us here young. Tell Mike to get one of his grandchildren and then help him with the computer. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, miss you guys. It says joining audio. I mean, well, I thought it was noon, boy. I was cursing you out. What? Oh, <laughs> Ooh, I was like, what kind of person would I do know. this to comedians? <laughs> Connecting the audio. Where is he? I asked him to start connecting the audio. Maybe he should start over again. Oh. Yeah. So what? I don't see. Wait. He left. Maybe he's gonna. Maybe he's gonna come back. Yeah, he's gonna come back. Oh, admit. Hold on. Admit. It won't <laughs> let. Exactly. It, it says it won't let. It won't let me join. Why not? Connecting. He's there. The he there he is. Ah. Oh, this is stressful. Hi guys. Oh, this is beautiful. Can we hear Mike? Mike, we got you. I got you. We yeah, got you. you. Jesus yeah. Christ, Jackie. Get your we shit together. We are all over 45. <laughs> Fuck each and every one of you. Why we all got to be technicians to be on your show? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. I'm sitting in here going through for... my phone. I'm going through my phone manual like, okay, what happened? I do, <laughs> I do like God knows how many of these a, a week, but now when it's time to do mine, I'm like, uh... Yeah, I, uh, I've been on here with her for 15 minutes. She left me on here by myself. And, <laughs> and then, and, and then, the then she, I was like, "What?" And then, and then she had me on, and she was like, "I'm trying to invite Sherrod." <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's how orgies work. If they never go as bland. <laughs> this is John Lasser. This yeah, is a verbal orgy. They never, oh, there do, he is. they never do. What's up, family? What up? Hi, guys. I miss you guys so much. I'm so, I want to address when Sherrod asked John how he's doing, and he goes, ah, 
I want to get, get in that. That's exactly how I feel. Is it okay that I'm not doing okay? Yeah, it's okay. Are y'all it's doing right. okay? Because I'm not doing okay. Are, are y'all all right? Yeah, good. I don't think any one of us is doing okay. We haven't been on stage in God knows how long. Well, why yeah, that's, I... the, that's, the, that's the kicker, getting on back on stage. But I think the rest of the uh, quarantine and shit, I pretty much got down by now. <laughs> I came back to the city like two days ago, and I saw all these people, and I was like, I'm ready to go back to the woods. You came back and you thought the streets were going to be nice and quiet and safe. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck are these crowds? There shouldn't be crowds. All these are like yeah. the bars outside, they got the outside tables. Everybody at the outside tables pretty much take their mask off and start drinking. <laughs> yeah. But what, how, do you go to what. how do you go to a restaurant and you, with a mask on? If you hear the rules, they've opened up outdoor, outdoor water parks, but you have to wear a mask. How, what? How are you supposed to enjoy yourself? In a, you can go swimming in, the, in these rides, the water rides, but you have to have on a mask. Everybody got to have on a diver's snorkel gear, like a snorkeler, like a scuba diver, just to get online for some shit. Do we know if you can spread coronavirus in the pool? Oh, uh, the chlorine, they say, of dust kill it. No, you cannot. You can't? Yeah, they said a chlorine you, killed it. Do you want to test it? Do you want to go deep? Go I mean, I don't know. I'm not a medical doctor. I'm just asking questions. But it's worse things to catch in a public pool than goddamn corona. I tell you that. <laughs> yeah. You're coming out there with rickets. That's a nice STD, bowl of STD soup right there. I don't want to go. I don't like I don't like public pools anyway. I've never been a public pool girl. I'm always Some like, are good. Some are bad. Some the ones that are bad are the ones where everyone on earth is in it together. Because yeah. you're not swimming, you're just you're just wait you're just waiting. You're just walking around in the yeah. water. You're not actually doing any of this. Central Park have a pretty uh, awesome uh, public pool at the North who, Park. Who gets in the Central Park pool? <laughs> you would think that it's dirty. Why white people? <laughs> yeah, well you know they, they clean like it for them. Stuff. I'm not getting a new Central Park pool. Yo, Every white folks are very park, white folks are very adventurous anyway. Everybody. Yeah, Everybody's jerking off in that pool. Come on, everybody. Up on Gates Avenue in Brooklyn, baby. Can I, say, pool? can I just say this is the most bougie nigga conversation I ever heard? She's bougie. <laughs> Why is it bougie? What nigga has uh, never been in a public? Are you? That's where we you. in public pools. And no, I didn't say I've never been. I was born in one. Not. That <laughs> was a water birth. I right didn't say I've never been. I've not been in one in years because I think they're gross now. Oh, we are looking down our nose at public. That's Jackie. That's a Jamaican and Jackie. She's so Jamaican. She has. You need to rename this uh, podcast uh, Super Black Privilege. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> how, many, how many of you Negroes? Well, you are, from, you are from the Valley, ain't you, uh, 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 Jackie? Valley where? In the Bronx. Ain't you from up there by Gun Hill? Yeah. I can yeah. walk to Gun yeah. Hill so in yeah, five Okay, so that explains everything. Bonjour. Yeah, they both be up there. Gun Hill with the bread and a big That's the Hasidity Jamaican uh, yep. area. Yep. I used to it, date a girl who lived up there. Very Hasidity. Okay, oh, very Hasidity. She Mike, had an uh, attic. Mike, Mike, they looked down on Parkchester. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, though. Oh, Mike, the girl them. Yeah. Come up here. Shut the Mike, up. them. <laughs> Shut up. They ride, they ride the subway, but they still uh, thumb their nose at it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, yes. Wait, okay, first of all, Mike. So they're snooty while on the subway, like, I don't belong here. I don't belong here. This is I, this is a matter of circumstance. Mike, <laughs> Mike, <laughs> Mike, you need... Yes, Mike, Jackie. Every time oh, you and I talk alone, you tell me about this Jamaican girl you used to date. You need to call that bitch. You clearly <laughs> are in love with her still. You think about her daily. Every time you talk to me, you tell me you remind me of my ex Jamaican girlfriend. Call what color bitch. was her hair, Mike? Well, blue or blue? I don't even remember all of that. All love I know, her. I remember the I remember the attitude. You still love her. You still fucking love her. Go find her. Can I just yeah. tell you that I got a full picture of her when this nigga Mike said she had an attic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I tell you bougie, they were different. Soon they as didn't you have no, Yo, Mike, soon they, as you said They didn't have no I plastic like, on their furniture. Yeah. Because a gun on, hill Jamaican, the they look down on co-op, co-op city. Yes, yes. Don't fuck with no Palm Chester. <laughs> <laughs> The only place they say this. They say this. Park tester. Hmm. <laughs> That's because the only place for a Jamaican girl. They do this every time they mention park tester. <laughs> <laughs> that is because the only place for a Jamaican girl to fuck is in the attic at, in her house. Uh. That's why you know about the attic, Mike. She's like, uh. you look, you want me to suck your dick? We got to go upstairs to the attic. And then it eats flat bush. Yeah. We can't do it on the couch. It's mild, it's, it's wild, Mike, y'all DNA up in the attic right Ew. now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the Jamaican tall, house, so it's no air conditioning in the house. So the attic's the hottest room. The amount of times, I got I to lower my voice because I live with my mom. The amount of times that I, I've had sex on the couch <laughs> while she's been upstairs asleep, I wish I had an attic. Yeah. I spent a lot of time like, shh. Yeah. <laughs> the old couch fucking. That takes me back. It does. It does. And now if I do it, I'm like, hey, my lower back. Like, that shit's got to stop. I can't do that. <laughs> when I was in high school, it ain't no way my girlfriend's mother didn't know who was fucking on the couch late night. They had to know. There's no yeah, way they couldn't know. Because all, all of a sudden you hear a TV conversation, and then all you hear is TV. Yeah. Like, what happened to the talking? I think so what you think? Age, they don't care no more. And I was sloppy no. with mine, so I would bust all on the throw pillows and have to flip them over to try to hide it. All right, now, then now you're just gross. We have I was respect. a boy trying to learn, Jack. Have respect, Sherrod. At least, you know, <laughs> tissue. Nobody had a manual back then, Jack. <laughs> on her stomach and let her go clean it up. You don't got no class? But I like Listen, it. I didn't know you when you're, back then. <laughs> when you're young, you don't got that kind of aim. Yeah, you ain't got that aim. <laughs> You give in. You succumb. You don't have that kind of control. Like, I'm like, I'm I told control you not to care, goddammit. You're like, I don't know where it's going. I don't know where it's going. I'm 15, mate. I'm 15. Have you, every comic that I know, because, you know, I did all, I came up in L.A. Every comic that I worked around in L.A. has gone back on the road, and a lot of them have gotten the, the virus. They like, dumb. Really? Yeah, they like, dumb. Brian Callen, you know who that is, right? Yeah. He yeah. posted on, on Instagram today, he was just in Texas, and he posted today that he tested positive because he was fist bumping fans after the show. And he was in there talking with them. What don't you understand about when the show was over, there's not no meet and greet, there ain't no merch. 
I don't give a shit that you want to try comedy. If you could be the biggest man in the world, I don't want. I'm done. I want to go out the back door, and I want to get in the car, and I want to go right to the hotel. People are gonna take this virus serious, man. It's like the world can wait for your observational style of comedy, stupid. Somebody's gonna die in your show. <laughs> you, wanna, you know about D.L. Hughley, right? How he y'all saw that on stage? He passed out on stage. He passed out. Yeah. He passed out on stage, yeah. But that wasn't. And then, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Until he went to the I, hospital and got checked. I don't understand this act. I don't understand this acting like the virus ain't real shit. Like, do you really think that people wanted to shut down the whole entire system Thank just you. for grins and giggles? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? As much as they you love me, not, right? I don't understand this argument that this is an infringement on my freedom. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. The infringement on your freedom is death, you fucking idiot. I miss your anger, Mike. I miss you yelling at my I face. So, yo, I just be in my living room. <laughs> Yelling, uh, me and Vaughn, we just be yelling at the walls, yelling at each other. It's fucking, <laughs> yo, I'm gonna telling kill you, us, Mike. <laughs> I, I'm t it's, it's insane, bro. I'm going to the fish market yesterday. I got my mask on. Let me tell you something. You know how hard it was for me to make that decision to wear a mask? I was Mr. Anti. This shit is ridiculous. It's only 35 cases. But at some point, you got to open your fucking eyes, yo. This shit is real. Like, what are you doing? Why are you making this ridiculous argument? But you see, almost I got I got videotape of me on stage the night before the cellar closed, clowning the coronavirus, saying if you don't want to catch coronavirus, don't be eighty and get on a cruise. I swear, talking. I swear to God, I'm saying that the night before. Now, keep in mind, two weeks later, New York City had exploded. Yeah. It had yep. flat out explode. So yeah, I mean, at one, you know, at some point in time in the beginning, we were all, you know, whatever, whatever. But yeah, at some point in time, you gotta be like, and unfortunately, I think a lot of these other cities didn't get to see it up close like we right. did here in New York. Right. You know what I mean? I think that's uh, what happened. We had, we, to gotta... our, we had to watch our hospital system. You know how yes. you go to a friend's house and you use the bathroom and the water starts coming up like about to flow over the goddamn bowl? Like yeah. we was right there in New York City. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, yeah. The hospital system almost overflowed on the goddamn floor. So it got quiet in New York. They haven't had it yet. Where you sitting around every night like, oh man, I know a nurse. I know a friend who caught this shit. I know somebody who died from yeah. it. They haven't, it hasn't got that close to them yet. I want to find the footage of uh, all the comedians right before anything broke out. Like the guys right before AIDS was like, AIDS, I ain't wearing no condom. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like polio. I drink water the way I want to. Fuck polio. <laughs> There's a yeah, you know. <laughs> there is there is footage of me at the cellar. I'm telling you right now, one day, BC, baby. <laughs> you know what? Right you before, know what, right son? <laughs> ain't it sad? Ain't it sad that it gotta get to people like personally for them to, for them to fucking pay attention? Like yep. it's like you you got a whole a, a whole coast because basically it was the Northeast that was on fire, right? Yeah. I mean New York was the epicenter, but the Northeast was really on fire in the beginning. Yeah. And everybody and and all these southern states was cocky. Mitch McConnell was talking about blue state bailouts and all this yeah. corny shit that they get involved in because they're whack and they don't have no spine and yeah. no fucking individuality. Yeah. So they just, anyway, I'm getting, I'm digressing. 
<laughs> so we was going through all of that shit, and they was watching it like that's a them problem, not a yep. not a us problem. Yep. And now they're on fire, and they're all the cocky sons of bitches are like, you should probably put a mask on, you bitch ass motherfucker. And if you know this, like, if you notice, is all the states have got a problem understanding evolution as well. Yes, yes. They don't the like science. Science, science, the science. is the devil. Hell, oh. science. Yo, global. Uh, unbelievable. Global. Global warming, and to Sherrod's point earlier, I said this. I was having a debate on some other podcast with this newer comedian. He was saying that he didn't think that people would ever really, really latch on to the coronavirus thing. But keep in mind, the AIDS thing, very, very similar until Magic Johnson caught it. Yep. Yeah. You remember what Magic Johnson yep. did for AIDS? It humanized it. Yep. Then it was like it's what Michael J. Fox did for Parkinson's. I gotta digress. I think that happened yep. for me when Arthur Ashe caught it because the way he got it, it's like fucked everybody up. But it's I feel like it's when it's when it's someone that people when they feel like they yeah. can connect to that person, then the yeah. actual virus becomes real to them. Yeah. <laughs> Even when Arthur Ashe got it, I remember black people saying, I ain't getting no blood transfusion. Pull the plug on me. I, I remember the last like time, like that. one of the last times I got tested with HIV, they sent me the results in a certified letter in the mail. You want to you wanna watch an envelope not, not get open? That bitch was on the dining room table. That shit was on my table. I was like, I ain't never going to open that envelope. I was, I was looking up numbers to see who I got to call, like, hey. Yeah. The envelope and broke weed on it. But it's not like you got a cough right there. I got an announcement. I, I don't even know the results yet. Yeah, that's hilarious. That they like, sent me a certified letter. Don't you ever send no no medical results in no fucking letter. Either you have me come down there. Yeah, if I got AIDS, tell me in a singing telegram. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to call me, and when you say hello, also be like, and goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> That's I how mean, I want to go. I mean, just call when you call me. Just go, son. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> once you say that, no, once you go, say go, that, just go, yo, 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 Sarah, Once you say, son, <laughs> I'm hanging I up. I got it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't wanna hear the rest. I'm hanging up. I hear you. <laughs> Fuck you, son. Fuck you for calling me with that bullshit. <laughs> and I hear you. <laughs> That's all you gotta say, son. The universal, the universal <laughs> phrase for you got it is you sitting down. That's all you gotta say. Are you sitting down, son? Uh, and, then, and, then they, and then they start off telling you that shit with, um, so. Yeah. Yo, it's not so, easy so, to have to break into somebody either. <laughs> I'd be like, somebody with AIDS got to say what? <laughs> I remember I was in rehab, and they, they give you, they test you for everything. And the doctor, the, the nurse, this black chick, she said, um, you know, I had took the test. She's coming back with the results. I swear to God, yo. So she comes in the room, and she closed the door. And she was like, OK, Mr. Laster, I have your results here, right? And she was like, you are negative for HIV. I said, bitch, why'd you close the door? It was like little shit like that scared the shit out of you. It makes you crazy. I swear to God, she said that it's protocol. They have to do everything the exact same way so it's not to alert anybody. About right. It. I yeah. said, don't you ever, I said, once you close the door, I was like, 
Yeah, we don't know the protocol. I'm about to start texting bitches. Like, I have actually, I have said no at the at the doctor when they give you the the, the questionnaire, and they ask you because they gotta give you the option. Do you want to be tested for AIDS? I'm like, no, test for everything else. Leave that off. If I got it, guess what? I'm I'm gonna figure it out at some point. <laughs> They have asked me, and I've been like, no, test every, everything else. I will live HIV. I will take my own life. I don't Yo, want that to. Is the scary ass, that is a scary ass diagnosis to wait for. And it's sad, and it's, and it's, it's horrible that they can't tell you then and there. Like, you got to go home and sit with it. I think now they can do a swap. I think now they can do a same day test. They can tell LA. you right now? In yeah. LA, they can, yeah. yeah. But day. right now, they got a, they got pills that you don't even see the shit in people system anyway now. So yeah. everybody's, well, like, fucking raw now. They don't care. We got all of our irresponsible fucking out long ago. Now we're responsible, kind of. And we're like, I can, can test it now, I'm good. But if you're testing me in nine, between 1995 and 2006, I don't know what would have happened. Yeah, sex ain't killing no more. We passed that. Hey, yep. It's airborne, nigga. Exactly. Nobody. <laughs> we we grown, but them young folks don't give a shit, yo. But then yeah, young people, they, but they're not having sex anymore. A lot of people who are younger, you haven't read or heard about that. They're not. It's not important to them anymore. Not as much. Some kids, not, yeah, but some kids. But overall, yeah, our generation was. My goal when I leave the house is I have to get laid. That's why I'm going outside. Yeah, my daughter's well, these kids is not like that, and I keep trying to convince her that every day. <laughs> I was on stage talking about that one, and I, I'm not even joking. I'm not even trying to be funny. I literally thought that's what college was for. Yeah, me too. And I was I, in college. I, I, that's what I thought you was going to do. But, third, but, but you got to understand. You got to understand. Stop yelling. We can sex, hear you. You got to understand. Sex, sex was yeah, silly. <laughs> Sex was hidden from us, right? We didn't have the internet and free porn like they have now. These kids are seeing porn. Yeah. I, I, I went to, my son had my computer one day. He must have been 11. And I went on after him, and there was fucking porn websites that I had never seen before. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he introduced me to new porn websites. That's how fucking yeah. sex is in their face all because the time. We, so we kids nowadays... It. We learn about it through doing. We're like, we learn about it the occasional it was porn. It's still taboo for us. We didn't have you, but we never were saw, able to see it. You, if you saw boobs when you were young, you were like, oh my God, those are actual breasts. Now, boobs are, they're in your, they're everywhere. Areolas are part of everyday life. Online, yeah, uh, on TV. Uh, 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 when I was a kid, Hustler Magazine was triple X porn to me. Yeah. Because they actually yeah. spread the vaginas open. Yeah. On Hustler. Vaginas. At one point it was too much for me as a kid. I was like this. I I, I don't want to see all the makings of it. <laughs> <laughs> you are damn lie. It's still it's still a lie. Like the first time I went to a strip club in LA, the first time in Orange County, there's no you can't be bottomless. But then right. I went someplace else and the girl in front of oh, me. Man. Full and I was like, and I was like, oh god, I was like, that's your whole pussy. And she was like, yeah, that's what, that's what we do. And I was like, well, and she's, we're at the at the stage edge, and she's right there at the edge of the yeah. stage. And I'm like, bitch, I don't want to give you a tip. I want to ask you, can you put that over to the side? <laughs> and then after, after a while, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, who, who did your waxing? You have, yeah. it looks amazing. You get desensitized. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm not a gynecologist. I just want to see some sexy exactly. shit. I give you a checkup. Who's watching the news? Yeah. I can hear it. I don't on. know if you remember this. I don't know if you remember this, John Laster. 
but we were in Miami together and we went to a strip club and you brought me a lap dance because yeah, I didn't want to go. Yeah, I want to hear some real shit now. There we go. <laughs> and you, I don't know if you remember this, but you bought me a lap dance and I made the chick give, give me the money back. <laughs> oh, that's really? Michael. That's Why? Like that. <laughs> I really do. You know what I did? Because she was whack. Yeah. She was whack as shit. And I was like, yo, what are you doing? <laughs> and she got mad at me because I was like, I was like, yo, I'm trying to help you. Like, I'm a customer and I'm telling you oh, what's she was not working. It in. She wasn't a good Yeah, dancer. she phoned it in, homie. Oh, yeah, and I was okay. like, what are you yeah. doing? This is yeah. whack. I don't even want to be here and you are giving me no incentive to stay here. No, you know remember, what I'm saying? I remember Mike said shit was whack. It was just whack. <laughs> <laughs> and you got she ended back, up, did you get another day? She, she ended up getting mad at me and giving me my money back because I told her, I was like, yo, what are you doing? She was like, what are you talking about? She was like, I got my titties all in your face and shit. What do you mean? What am I doing? I was like, yeah, but you act like you have to have your titties in my face. Not yeah. like you want your titties in my right. face. Right. If I'm paying for this, I need you to, you know, uh, make me feel like you want your titties in my face. Yeah. It feel like you're at work right now to <laughs> It's me. an illusion, bitch, I'm paying for. Exactly. I'm because paying for a fantasy, and you're not giving strip, me that right now. Strippers are also allowed to phone in on it. They can hate their jobs also. Not with me. Not with me. Not with me. You can phone it in, exactly, but give me my money back. <laughs> and she volunteered because she got so mad at me. She was like, I don't need this bullshit. And she threw the money. I never gave it back to you, John. But she did. Why didn't you pay her? Yo, you owe me $20. <laughs> Why didn't you pay her when the dance was over? Why did you pay her so soon? No, John bought it for me. Oh, yes. for a lap dance. Uh -huh. the boy. Yeah. yeah. I've actually had yeah. to shush, I've had to shush one. I got a lap dance from a, a female stripper and she got girly on me. Oh yeah. boo. She was she was like, oh she's like, oh yeah, I love your nails. I was like, no, bitch, now's not the time. No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Bend over, shut it. Be comparing that's hair funny. and shit. I, I'm you think I'm pretty, thank you. But that's not why oh, I that's hilarious. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they can hate like that job pushing bitches around in a, in a strip club, Jackie. I like that. Because first of all, I don't you really want the experience. Get it. You want yeah. you don't, I don't know really what my preference is. Give me the experience. Yeah, exactly. Treat me like I'm here for you. Not yeah. like I'm here for girl you talk. Like you never was a really a strip club. No, bro. that's the yeah, thing. Mike, though, yeah. that, Mike judge not, much. But let me tell you something. Girl. What does that mean? I went to the. I went to the. I don't. I don't get it. I don't understand <laughs> the point of strip clubs. Like, why am I paying you money to show me your body? Like, I've seen naked women before. I don't get why I'm here. Then why okay, are you so here? Because I'm usually there? going with because I'm usually going with my dudes if they want to yeah. go. I'm not gonna be the one dude that's like, nah, strip clubs are whack when every other person wants to go. So I don't hate it. I just don't get it. Like I wouldn't it wouldn't be me saying, yo, let's go to the strip club. That's a yeah. waste of money to me. Usually when I go there, I, I, I spend money, I buy my boys uh, uh, dances, but I try to lock down on one or two and see if I can break them psychologically. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> Into what? Into I'm confessing something? I'm going to stick around, men, I think a lot from? of dudes do that. But John Laster used to be the king of that. I don't know if yes. he still is, but yeah, I know John Laster wrong, was the right? fucking champ of that shit. Yeah. Of what? I want to hear. I want to go with you. Yo, but tell the truth, though, Mike. Tell the truth. I would leave with them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, you were yeah. king of breaking them. You would break I lived them. right next like, to stores like, for 15 years, 16 years. The Upper East uh, Side one before it turned to, it changed name to, um, uh, uh, let's say whatever it is now. But uh, yeah, every, like I used to do on my shows, 
And then I end up having a, a drink there because I knew what dudes there. My house was right up the block. And I would come there, boom, boom, hook up with a couple girls, and they'd be like, meet me back in my crib, go to the crib, take a shower, take them four or five fucking strippers. We up to fucking seven in the morning in my crib. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you doing till seven in the morning? That's really late. Fucking and sucking and looking and sticking. All right, all right. You, you don't even try to be a, just allude to it. You yeah. ain't always got to say it. No, no, I'm going to let you know. <laughs> what I yeah, would find, I, my ex years ago, I would bring him to a strip club and I would pick out a girl who I know he had a preference for. And I went to the, the dressing room where they got dressed and I, pull, I pulled her aside. I'm like, hey, my man is so-and-so. He didn't know. And I gave her extra money. I'm like, I want you to turn him out so that when we go home, I get the benefit of this. Yeah. You got to use it. Good smart girl. Smart yeah, girl. Use it. You can't, be, you can't be a jealous girl in the strip club. Why? Well, that's why I tell that? women: if you're jealous of your man being around women, send them to a strip club. Those bitches hate us. <laughs> they say you. They sure Except for John Laster. <laughs> Except for fucking. Just, I never. I used to look at John like, how the fuck? Yo, let me. Do you do so this? So if you can get in their hand and oh, get to be a friend, then it's let great. Let me tell you, my what? best friend. So all the years that I was, I had, at one point in time, I had four bar shows a week. Yeah. Four different yeah. rooms I had every week. But my, my best friend, he was doing the same thing on a different track, but he was DJing at four strip clubs. Right. So I would always go to his job after I got off. So I spoke stripper. Right. Write that down. I speak stripper. I spoke stripper. As soon as they know you work late at night, too, because we got so much in common. I knew the tip lingo, the tip out lingo. I knew I spoke stripper. So once you start talking in their language, they like, oh, he fucks with us, fucks with us. And then that breaks the ice. And then before you know it, I'm like, yo, I'm staying at this and that. Not to mention, not to mention, not to mention. I know how to spend thirty dollars and make it look like three hundred. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and, they, and they knew that, so yep. they appreciated that because I know how to like get a girl all types of attention. They love game. Where everybody else started spending on them, and then they would come back to me like, "Yo, I appreciate you doing that. Yo, I'm right down the street. Maybe like I'm right down the street with you, bro." Let me tell you something. <laughs> Let me tell you. Let me tell I you. I love it. They have. Recently at the cellar at McDougal, I have quietly been watching John's technique. Oh. He doesn't know it. He doesn't know it because I don't want him to know that I watch. But I know how much attention he gets from females. Yeah. He's very good at rolling up on you quietly, yeah. not, not sexually. You don't think no. he's hitting on you. Yep. He'll strike up a very, a very PG, G, PG-13 G-rated conversation. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, his phone is out. He's taking down information. And I'm like, this nigga is a wizard. I've watched he, him. He move up on him like he's the ultimate. He walks, yeah. he rolls up on him, and you don't know what he's going to say, but she's never like, oh. She's always like, oh. Well, you see, when a girl's head tilts, that yeah. is her saying, "Bring, get, tell me more. I'm interested yeah. in what you have to say." Spill it in my ear, dirty John, Let me tell you something. John has for got men, amazing skills. I have been watching you, and you're really good. You're very and all men, races. Women, you would think women, you would imagine, be like, "Nigga, if you don't get away from me, you'll get the whitest, blondest, skinniest chick." Game is a motherfucker, baby. Game. Let me tell you something. Game's a motherfucker. For, for a number of years, I've watched John and went, "How the fuck?" 
Because the nigga don't give a fuck about fashion. He ain't flashy. You know, he ain't walk around here flossing money. He don't do none of that shit. Nothing. He got on a short hoodie. He's got on a sweatsuit hoodie, pulling bitches. And I was like, he's not even dressed like he gives a fuck about being outside. And, and I think that's what they love. Got a Russell Simmons it, nigga. Yeah. Yo, there, there's like, this nigga's self-confidence. He said, fuck it. I'm not getting dressed to go to work. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, <laughs> well, I mean, nothing to him. I love it. <laughs> I don't know whether fuck to say fuck y'all or fuck all y'all. <laughs> because I watch, I, because that, that back table, that back table is a chick magnet, and women will, let, they'll, they'll linger. They'll linger around the table. They know the comics are back there. And they'll, sit at, they'll sit at the bar. And I watch them and, and they'll, they'll, they'll talk to me. They'll talk to me or any other girl trying to get, to get in. Yes, who's a girl to get in. And I'll, and I'll watch. And John, as tall as he is, I can see his eyeballs looking without his head moving. His head will be straight ahead. It'll be like, and next thing you know, he's sitting at the bar and they're talking for two hours in between his hosting. I'm like, this guy is the kind of guy that I learned from growing up. Like, I understand guys' game because I've always had, I've always had, I've always had best friends like John teach me. I've all, and that's how I understand how men think. They don't, they don't gotta roll up on you with any kind of real game. They just gotta be themselves. Find out and that's, uh, be a, be another human being. But I learned that from being a grow up growing up with sisters. That's being around women, you learn how to talk with women. Yeah. It's like when you watch the old movies and you see the cowboys and Indians and, a, and a, the, uh, the cowboys, the cavalry, got <laughs> two Indians with them, they show them where they live and how they live. That was my sisters to me. <laughs> they were looking at like this. They fucking this way. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how you, that's how you get it. Right. Treat a girl like a person, not like a woman. And first of all, we're going to be like, why isn't he talking to me like I'm attractive? Fuck him. Right. And second of all, he's he's a he seems to care about what I'm about. Yeah. Most most guys talk about themselves, and I'm always leery of the, the self talk. I'm like, nigga, do you even know my name? You've been yeah. talking for a half an hour. I guarantee you don't know my name. And I'm a, you guys, I'm a, I'm a mystery. Yeah. You don't know nothing about me, Jackie. Is that no, I don't know shit about you. <laughs> and I by the time the place. <laughs> by the time you by the time you're pregnant, you're like, what's that nigga last name? <laughs> <laughs> Why? I gotta find him now. I don't know his name. I need to get some information to him. He's having a baby. Have you, Mike, you and Vaughn been together the whole quarantine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, we've been here for the whole time. I admire you. My, the guy that I'm dating, everything was beautiful up until quarantine ended. As soon as quarantine ended, the shit fell apart. Cause he was Wait, in her. When did he was in her apartment about, making breakfast with no pants on, like Ben Reddy? What is wrong with you? He was wearing clothes. He's fully dressed. Wait, he was hanging out with you and your mom? No, no, no. He has his own place a mile away, and I would go oh, see okay. him. But he was trying to get me to stay, and I was always like, "I love that I can get the fuck out of here and go home." Yeah. But I, I wasn't uh, sure. I wasn't sure. I didn't want. To, I didn't want quarantine to define what we do. Whoa, whoa, and then whoa, what whoa. happened? And then and when, what happened was he stopped asking you to stay. And then now you're like, why does nigga not ask me to stay? <laughs> you know what? Wait a minute. When I was staying during the quarantine, that's such a woman thing. Shut I don't want to stay here. I'm glad I got my own place. Listen, and then he up. stopped asking you to stay. <laughs> and then you go, why does nigga not asking me to stay? Shut What's up. going on with him? During the quarantine, and that's actually true. Fuck you. During the quarantine. <laughs> 
when the quarantine started and I was staying occasionally overnight, one day I came back and there were a pair of slippers and a matching robe on the nightstand on my side of the bed. And I, and I was like, well, who the fuck this? He bought it for me. But the more quarantine passed on, I don't know where the shit he bought me, where, where it is. I don't know where he put it. I'm like, well, I'm like, is my time over? Is time for the next bitch? Did you put? Yeah, she got. It. <laughs> wow. <laughs> got your robe. I, I just say yeah. this, You know, can I just say this though, Jackie? There's yes. something really attractive, and I think both of these cats would agree. There's something really attractive about women leaving in the morning or the next day. I agree. <laughs> I, I, I agree with it. you. I love leaving. I love yeah. leaving. Really leaving. Attract because when I'm with somebody and they just lay around the next day, that shit is such a turn off to me. Like, bitch, yeah. you don't have nothing to do. <laughs> but I mean, even if I like you, I still want you to leave or, or at least let me beg for you to stay. Right. Just lay around. Right. I mean, like this. You Uber outside. <laughs> no, I think I think it. I think it. I think it. It. I maintain my my uh, independence by getting up. Even if even if he cooks breakfast for me, which he does a lot, and it gives me coffee, even if we do it again in the morning, I'm still gonna wrap my shit up and be like, all right, well, I'm I'm gonna head out. And his face is dis disappointed, but I can tell he's also like, no, you should leave. You don't fucking leave. Okay. <laughs> and I like that because I'll, it's like I'll a be double-edged sword. It's I'll like a double-edged sword. There's no yeah. winning because if I came over there with a gigantic overnight bag and never left, he'd be like, so tomorrow's Wednesday. Uh, you have a show. And now I'm like, oh, you want to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> One of the things I think you want to get out of there before that happens. Like something that I you do. is trying to avoid that kind of pain or hurt. So you're going to beat them to the punch and say, I'm out. Yes, I'm trying. To, it's a preemptory strike. I am trying to protect my feelings by being like, I don't want him to say the words. So what do you got going on today? Yeah, that is, a, that, is a, that is a universal sign of a guy's like, you need to get the fuck out. Yes. I had to pull that a, a day or two ago, but anyway. And you can see it's still boiling in me a little bit. Yes, yeah. But let me say this. My my ex, oh, I, I'm getting emotional because my ex just, they just uh, took her off life support yesterday. I saw the post. What? My condolences, John. Oh, wow. Do I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know her, right? I, you may have met Temple. I'm, I'm sure I, you did, Mike. She wow. I was with her for five years. Model. I think I met her. Yeah, yeah, I met her. I'm sure you did. What? What? Alcoholism, bro. Alcoholism. Oh, because I was always anybody who don't got a good John Last alcohol story ain't known me very long. But she, when we were together, was the was the one that was like, "Hey, man, you need to pump the brakes." One time, the paramedics came to get me. She couldn't wake me up. So I'm like, you had a front row seat to this shit. How did you, but she moved down to Dallas, man, and apparently the, you know, the, the drinking got progressive. And she she hit me, man, because we've been talking during this during this lockdown. And she right. said, yeah, I had to go back to the hospital, some alcoholic ketoacidosis, which I've never heard of, ever. Not in all the detoxes, rehabs I've been to, outpatients, I've never heard of this shit. And apparently I caught up with her last week and cardiac arrest she didn't so they took her off yesterday. Wow. Oh anyway, my God, I'm sorry to hear that. That's crazy. I was in a yo, I was in a uh, the fetal fucking fetal position um up until yesterday. I was in bad shape for like and all this wow. is 
for like four days. Uh, she's in Austin. She was in a hospital in Austin. But then the other thing that ate me up was, you know, COVID is raging in Texas. So they wouldn't let nobody go in there. But then when her best friend told me she's in there by herself, I just yeah. lost it. The thought of somebody that you love laying there dying by themselves, yeah. uh, not good for me. Uh, yeah, this is a crazy time for that. But they let what they did. Um, once they realized that she wasn't going to come out of it, they let them in there, which was a huge relief. And then her best friend, me and her hated each other over the years. We had like a five, six hour conversation on the phone. And she filled in the picture of what happened, which makes you not feel so crazy in your head. Like, what the fuck happened? But once you find out what happened, at least you have that peace of mind of, at least I know how the situation devolved. Right. You know I mean? So, right, that was a plus. She's beautiful. She was beautiful, too. Sorry. Oh, absolutely. She, she was Gorgeous. Speaking of beautiful, uh, Mike, Vaughn is way too pretty for you also. I don't know how you... Absolutely. 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 I, I, I always way. shoot up. I always shoot up. <laughs> yes. Why am I going to do some regular shit? Why? Saying, you can't do no better than her. You're done. I hope you know you're finished. <laughs> hey, listen, man. Don't you kill my swag, though. Fucking don't you... Why would you say that to Vaughn? No, you killed my swag, though. I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm always on man. I love my brothers, but I'll always be on the girl side. Fuck you, nigga. You don't care about me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, never achieve, we'll never achieve equality like that. I don't give a shit about equality. I'm half dead. <laughs> I'm going to be dead, too. You see, with a mouth like that, that's why that boy had to get you out of his apartment, because he can't have you talking like that. But that's the thing. He's never, he's never, that's part of what I'm scared of. It. He's never seen that, that Jackie before. I'm scared that when he does see, he'll be like, you gotta, you are. A wait a minute, boy. wait a minute. Which Jackie is he seeing? Is he seeing this, the proper Valley Jackie? He, he's seeing that. Yeah. You were coming on Tuesday. Are you he, really proper around him? What is wrong with, I'm not, what's that definition of proper? I'm loose. I'm a normal person. Around us, but you said he hasn't seen that Jackie. He, he hasn't seen, that? he hasn't seen the, you know, no, he hasn't seen this Jackie yet. I, really? I, no, he hasn't seen. I don't know who he met. The like, fucking Brewsters. What, what, like, uh, I didn't know him. I moved back to, to New York in November. So he doesn't know all the work I put into being that character on stage. Right. And I'm I'm her off stage. He doesn't know that girl yet. So I don't know whether he'll like it or not. He that's why I'm one of the women of Brewster's place. That's why I'm trying to get Sherrod to marry me. But Sherrod is is uh is really slow. I'm in. Yeah. Does he not? Does he not have the internet? Like he can't watch this. He's watching. He he doesn't watch. <laughs> I don't tell him that he should. Watch. I don't let him know when I'm gonna. Be, I don't let him watch. I don't. Ah, I don't notify him. Keep this away from him. I do. Uh -oh. I, I like. I like being able to be this girl and let him not. How see long it. have How long have you been uh, seeing this guy? I've known him since I was 18, 30 years. I've known him, but I but I wasn't living here. I was gone 20 years. We tried to officially be a couple for the last four months. It's it's really hard. I'm not. It's it the hardest thing I've ever done in my goddamn life. And you know what? When you're not in relationships for long stretches of time, you don't have couple habits. Yeah. We, have, we don't have any. All of our habits are his. When I go to his house, we don't have nothing together. Nothing. Yeah. You got. We don't have couple habits because I know. I I just. I love my space. Oh man, it, it would be very difficult. You know and, and, and the girl that I was talking about that just passed in Austin, that was the last time that I was with somebody, like living with somebody and with, with somebody. Yeah, yeah I, I know her then. If that's the chick you was living with, I know Temple, yeah. I know her. Yes, yeah, absolutely. oh my God, that's crazy, bro. Fucking died, man. I, it's still, wow. it, uh, I'm still processing it, I'll just say that. 
Who are you talking wow. to? Are you talking to anybody about it? Are you every every to? every hour and a half? I just start crying out of nowhere. You oh. <laughs> said every hour and a half. Like yes, it is on a timer. Uh oh, uh oh, oh. Here it comes. Yo, no way. Yo, Ron Lemon, I gotta get a good crying. Yo, yo, Sharad, Sharad, I don't even gotta think about it though. No matter where I'm at, I'm like, yeah, man. Let me get the uh. Let me get the uh. <laughs> I'm in the boat, wow. nigga. Yo, man, let me get the, uh, let me get the pieces, pieces, man. Let me get the. You try to, you try, you try to shout. He's out on the mask, and you you can't breathe. You're suffocating yourself. You're like, okay. I'm snotting over the mask. Snot. <laughs> yeah, that shit is insane, bro. I remember, I went through that. I went through that with with me. I remember one time I went oh, to get some. I, yeah, I went to get some frozen fucking broccoli out of the freezer and just busted out balling, Because <laughs> I picked up the broccoli and I was like, she wanted us to eat healthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it's right. insane because that shit just hits you from, but you got to let it out, man. Don't yeah. fight that. You know that. You you know uh, that, uh, yeah, John. Man, you done know, did a you know, lot of work on yourself. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't, I don't have niggas shot, stabbed, whatever. But like you would understand, it's different when it's somebody who is your best friend. Yeah, yeah, man. A piece of you. This is a whole different thing. It's a piece of you. Yeah. This and I remember Sherrod hearing people say, "Oh, I feel like a piece of me died." I'm like, if you don't shut the fuck up, now I'm in the crib. I feel like a piece of me. Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Hell yeah. Yo, yo, John. Yo, John, nobody understands that. I remember when it happened to me, people would say dumb shit to me. Like, I know I know how you feel, because when my cousin passed away, I'm like, I should stab you in the fucking throat. Yeah. You have no idea how I feel right now, homie. No idea. You have no clue what, what, it, what it means and, to and, go through that, bro. As fucked up as I am, when she moved to, she, so we, we parted ways. You know, she was making ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 a day modeling. And then her career started winding down. Now it's expensive for her to live in New York. She was like, yo, we should either we gonna be together and have a kid, or I'm about to move to Dallas. So we never broke up. It wasn't a break, it was a parting of ways kind of. Right. You know what I'm saying? But so she gets down there year two, she meets this guy, she's engaged. They was looking for a condo that week. She's sending me pictures, yo, you like this condo, like this condo. Me and me and the guy I'm engaged to is looking at these condos. She's sending me pictures. I don't even want to know what he's going to provide. You know what I mean? Oh, like, man. A whole nother level. Like, you experience, Mike, of pain. Yeah. I don't even want to pretend to try to wonder what that type of pain is. Yeah, it's another level, man. You, you, it's one of those things, man, where you don't see, you don't see, you don't see a way out of it, bro. It's like, because, you know, that's it. It's over. That's it. And you had no say-so in it. It just, you woke up one day and it was over. That was it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's a whole nother level, man. So you know what I've been doing? I've been burying myself in my in my John Laster challenge in the project that you did. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know the New York Times just uh wrote it up on Friday. They did? Oh, that's Congratulations. They, they mentioned it in the New York Times. Now they want to do a full article on just the just the challenge alone. Yay. The girl hit me yesterday. Yeah, she was like, yo. Get me one big name. It's just like anything else. She was like, "Yo, could you get me Chris Rock or Spike Lee?" I was like, "Bitch, I don't know Chris Rock." Don't <laughs> worry, John. I'll do it for you. I mean, it's around the way. I'll do it. Name. 
You're my friend. What's that? I'll I'll do it for you. I'll do it. <laughs> do what? Oh, I wasn't even thinking that. No, I'm joking. Oh. Try and get somebody okay. through the cellar. Try and get Michael Che, somebody you can get a hold of. Yeah. I, well, yeah Tara, well, and Tara well, can't get you Chris Rock. Well, the thing was, my book was, was I was like, about me doing it myself, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what? Oh, I, I thought you were saying you would get him Chris hey, Rock. Hey, hey. <laughs> no, no, you know what, Sherrod? I, yo, Sherrod, if you could pull that off, that would be dope. But I hadn't, I was just thinking when she said, I was like, I don't know Chris Rock, but I do know somebody that works with Spike. So I called my boy. You know Calvin. You probably know Calvin, like, um, but uh, so I hit Calvin up. Um, but so he's working on that. But she's like, just give me one big name, they'll do a story on the whole fucking joint. But that would be crazy, crazy. But the shit is the shit has been exploding. Some people are eating it up of us telling our stories. Here's a funny thing. Why would you want to do a story on a famous motherfucker like no 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 they don't want to do it they she just said the, the, way the editors think the way the editors think if there's yeah. no name on then you can get the clicks and the stories good it's almost whenever, like you get a good script pitch, and say who's attached to it whenever you pitch something they always want to know can you get somebody that the whole world knows so that they'll want to so yeah but even if you can get them to say something on the phone to you and you just quote them and put it in it's fine you guys i heard that uh, what's Noam said? Maybe, maybe in August the cellar will open. Maybe you believe. Well, that? they was trying to do something for uh, July fifteenth, but all that got postponed and canceled. That was like a day ago. To do what? I they were trying to do some half shows. Uh, like outside shit, right? Why can't they put a mic stand outside of the And it was going to be in a fat black, the actual bar part of the fat black, where the pool table is. But when you say when you say half, you mean fifty percent pool? Fifty percent, yeah. Why not? They opened up outside dining at the olive tree. Olive tree. Why not just put a mic stand and let it do the outdoor? They, they consider that too, but it's a lot of noise on that particular block. The stand has outdoor still shows. noise on that block now. Yeah, yes. yeah, it's people yes. noise. Yeah, the people. They did have the stand last night and last week. Last night the stand looked pretty cool, but the stand is on a block where there's no residential neighbors. It's there's no foot traffic. And they got a big outdoor space and that big door. So, and they got the awning that looks like a stage thing anyway. So it worked out for them. I, I don't know how the, the show looked pretty good. They had about forty people in the audience. I guess thirty. Ooh, what show? The stand. The stand outside. Yeah, but like they you said, Rock, the, block, the block that the stand is on almost looks like a warehouse district. Yeah, it's a big building across the street. Yep. So that's that closed at five p.m. That block is dead. Dead. Yeah. Dead. So what? Know, they can get away with it. But what with is, Google, there's a lot of traffic. And plus, neighbors complained at the cellar already for the loud lines outside, let alone having a mic out there and fucking doing a show. The neighbors complained that the lines are too loud on Manetta Lane wow. for years. Oh, around the corner. Yes. Yeah. For years. Yeah. So they, like, making more noise outside is they ain't looking forward to doing anything. When, when do you think we're going to come back? I'm not going to make it. Yo, this is a million-dollar question, Jackie. I'm not joking. I'm not I, I, I feel like I feel like I feel like we're gonna be we're gonna be in this for like a good Don't year. Think, no, that's the wrong answer. What do you mean? Yeah. I feel like because because I feel like they're gonna find a vaccine because they have to. Yeah, you January. can't allow this. You can't allow this to continue. And whenever. The we'll world needs to anywhere. needs to needs to find a cure to something. They find it because 
this shit is taking people out on a large scale. So they have to find a vaccine. And when they do, never found a vaccine for HIV. Well, first, huh? never found the vaccine for HIV. Yeah, but they're controlling it and making a shit ton of money controlling it and making people feel like they don't that even they have do. it anymore. Yeah, they do, but you still got it. Anyway. Only Magic Johnson lost it. But everybody got Magic Johnson money. <laughs> I think the reason that they're going to find a vaccine is totally different. I think the reason they're looking for a vaccine is because they would make a flat-out fortune. If you could sell a vaccine to everybody on Earth, you just hit the lottery. Whatever <laughs> pharmaceutical company you with. Number two, I also think when the reports come back from what happened out there in Oklahoma from that Trump rally, if, if Oklahoma explodes, I think that indoor gatherings, I think we're going to take another hit. I think they're going to move it back again. Oh, yeah, it's definitely going to move back. Indoor gatherings, that's why they postponed. They pumped the brakes on phase three, letting people eat inside. But they already did that. They did that this week in uh, New York State, in New, New York, York State, where they, where they stopped uh, indoor dining. They were going to open up on Monday, and they slowed it down because of uh, what's happening right now, and they, they don't want people coming from out of town. Yeah. to go to restaurants here and blowing shit back up in New York. So I think, you know, it's a, it's in everyone's best interest. And yeah, of course it's about money because everything they do is about money. But yeah. I think, the, but, but they could also find a way to control it where they keep making that money. Yeah. But I think yeah. the vaccine they have to find because it's so contagious and because yeah. it, it kills people the way that it kills people. And because the way that it spreads, they have to find a vaccine. Not, yeah, it's not, I mean, they're they're going to make money off of it regardless. But I don't, but, know if I, I don't know if you guys remember, but one of the things that came from Magic Johnson after he announced that he had AIDS, back in the day, that's when you started seeing, like, buckets of condoms places for free. Yeah. Free oh, yeah, yeah. Condoms. But I just think that if they had done the same thing with the coronavirus with tests, where tests were just everywhere, you could just reach in a bucket and grab five tests. I think you could jam it up that way. Because if somebody took a test before they left, like let's say I'm booked at the cellar for that half show. I take a test, I got it. And I don't go, you just kept it from being spread to that many people. It would start going down again. But that's what I don't understand is that, and I feel like I'm imagining it, whose TV is on the whole time? Sherrod, are you watching Law and Order? No, that's not my TV. No, I got, I got CNN on, but it's Law. I my God. That it's old man, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> what I don't understand. That's mad low. What I, I, I <laughs> the headline, Mike, what the fuck? What I don't understand is that the president, and I, and I know he's Satan, but he's like, if we stop taking so many tests, the numbers will stop going up. Am no. I, did I imagine that? No, you really didn't say that. But yeah, if you that's test more like people, saying, yeah, that's you like get... saying if they didn't have pregnancy tests, nobody out here pregnant. pregnant. Yeah, 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 it's dumb. It's pregnant. He's an idiot. Jackie, don't feed into that dumb shit. I, no, I'm not feeding into it. I'm in disbelief. Like, how? who would say that thinking that that makes sense? Oh, Donald oh, Trump would. Because for some people, it does make sense. That's yes. the scary thing. Because they want to not know. It's better to not know. That's Listen, no to some people, people it makes sense. Age. If you had AIDS, don't test me for that shit. It's a, <laughs> to to some people, it makes sense. I was joking. Go ahead. To some people, to some people, it makes sense not to wear a mask, which to me is the dumbest thing. Because I mean, just logically, you would think that it makes sense to put a mask on. Because if you have a virus or somebody else has a virus, and they talk with a mask on their face, then whatever comes out of your mouth normally when you talk won't be able to hit me. 
because there's a barrier and vice versa. Whatever, the arguments that I've had with people when yeah. I go out in public yeah. is the dumbest argument. They're coming up on me and I'm like, you don't even know me. You don't know if I have it. So why would you, and then you get mad when I don't want to be close to you, but I could be saving your life. But yeah, I, but you know, some people like this, don't try to save my life. Fuck off, yeah. when they got mad at Michelle that, Obama for trying to tell kids to eat healthy? Like, yeah. fuck off, bitch. Don't try to save nigga, my kids. But I nigga, think that's what you're with. But I they got mad at Mike Bloomberg for not wanting to sell Bill Big Gulps anymore. He's but like, yeah. nobody needs that much sugar. I think it's more about, like, if you want to, if, if, if you support someone, they look for ways to justify, no matter how insane this person, no matter how insane what this person says is. I don't think that any of them in their right mind think that if you build a wall, it's going to stop all immigration. That these Mexicans are not going to find a way over or under that wall or around it. They fly. But because he says it, you say, yeah, let's go with that. If he would have said, you know what? I'll tell you what stops coronavirus. Everybody wear a Reynolds wrap wristband. They would be arguing for Reynolds wrap wristbands. It doesn't matter. As long as that's our guy, we're rolling with it. Look at the white evangelicals. How do they justify following a guy who said, I grab women by the pussy? Yeah. And, and, you know they, and you know what they said? It's locker room talk. Yeah. Christians who, who got, and wait a minute, you know they what got he, other interests. Like right, right after he said that, he said, give me a tic-tac, because I'm about to violate this bitch right off the bus. And they, and they said it was okay. Anything, if, as long as it's their guy, they yeah. will justify the unjustifiable, even if it's a mask, even if it's going to kill their own. These dudes put bounties on the heads of American soldiers. Russian. Silence. 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 He ran yeah, but these are the same. Silence. And it these are the same people that support the troops. And you and you have to, and they bowed out to the troops, and the troops are this, and the troops are that. But then they put a bounty on, and Trump says nothing, and they act like it didn't happen. I, I agree with you. But what? that's the that's the problem. Let's see. Most more people are sheep. Coming out too. More, we're gonna see more of the story coming out because now we did we did we talking to the families of the soldiers who actually died. So yeah. now, what's well, right now is just a story up in the air for people. So once you start talking to the families and the fucking loved ones who died last year because the Taliban got paid a hundred thousand dollars a head to kill them, when those stories come out, it's gonna be a different ball game. But Sherrod, let me ask you my this. My, my disappointment is just in note in finding out how dumb. People, I didn't know. I didn't know that they were this ignorant. I didn't know. I know there was racism. Oh yeah, I do. But I didn't. I didn't know that. I had no reason to know it. I always. I thought. I thought the best. And I thought people don't like me. I'm black. I used to that. But I didn't know it went so. I didn't know there was so many layers. But Jackie, you know what? You know what the beauty of a lot of this is? Is it's pushing it out in the open so that regular people, the the people, a lot of white people in particular, who didn't realize how bad it was can now stop saying, oh, I know somebody who's doing this. It's Jim on the seventh floor. No, it's not. It's 35 to 40% of this country yeah. that will defend the indefensible. And you know what's great, too? What I love about it? <laughs> the new generation, these young kids, get to see their parents and their grandparents who said, I supported Dr. King and I blah, blah, blah back in the day. But now it's right in your face. And your kids see you're a hypocrite and a fraud. 
and you fucking ain't on the side of justice. Just like that little white girl had her parents, blew her parents up on that video when she was fucking saying since, and her parents like, you don't understand the ghetto. I go down there around those people. And she's like, listen to yourself. These kids are recording their family. I came out of you. And you know what? Kids are recording their family like, mom, I didn't know. That's the great part. I didn't know you guys were thinking this way. Yeah. So it's a good good (laughs) thing that it brought it into the light, just like the George Floyd video, right? The whole thing, the reason that that John Laster thing started was a white friend of mine, my homegirl, she said that whole Floyd thing was the fuel for all of this outrage. And I said, the fuel, she didn't understand. I said, George Floyd was the match. The fuel was all the time oh, yeah. that we've been punked by the cops, that they yeah. have done foul shit to us, and nothing happened. Yeah. All that was pent up rage. Yeah. So it, that wasn't the fuel, that was the match. What are you talking about? And the thing about white people, the reason why these young white people are joining the fight, for the first time, they had to watch that tape from start to finish. Yeah. Because keep in mind, the same thing yeah. happened to Eric Garner. The only difference was the Eric Garner tape started with the cops already there. So yeah. in white people's mind, he must have done something. Yeah. They didn't get that out this time. There was yeah. no out. You had to watch the whole thing, and then you had to sit there and say, oh, and these guys still aren't arrested. How could that be? Because we all know if that was Nikki Glazer underneath that cop, <sighs> motherfucker would have went to jail that night. That night, that night. No, somebody, 20 white guys, 20 white guys with a fucking screech to a halt and pickup trucks and tackle the shit out of them fucking cops with guns in their hips because Nikki Glazer was being fucking kneeled on her throat. Come on, man. People are sheep and people are sheep and you can, and that's why, that's why, that's why we were shocked, but Throughout history, people have been cheap. How do you think religion became popular? Because it was a way to control people. People are always looking for a way to be controlled. And when they find that and it makes them feel comfortable, they succumb. And so they forget about morality. They forget about all that shit. They get happy for having a leader. You don't have any kids. Exactly. You don't have any kids, John? No. All that fucking you done all this time, you you died. How the fuck did we end up there? Cause I wanted to be like Mike. I wanted to be like Mike has a son. Gerard has a daughter. How did you manage all these years to dodge every let me, uterus? Let me, let me let me tell you. What Jackie. about you, Jackie? I've had plenty of abortions. Out of that oh, I had about ten of them. <laughs> my daughter took that last helicopter out. Let me tell you, Jackie. My pull-out game is immaculate. No <laughs> one's is. Oh, all these years. Ah, that's you hilarious. Had, you had some uncomfortable phone call. There's no way you dodge no, all. No, no, no. I, 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 I've had some. Uh, yeah, I've, I've spent a couple three hundred dollars. Uh, I got. A, I, yeah. <laughs> I had a punch card. It's been three hundred dollars for thirty years. Has the price not gone up yet? Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> it's been between two fifty and five hundred. I, I, I wonder how much it is now. I wonder Thank how much it is now. I've, I've made some, I've made some trips to the clinic, but you know what though? I calm <laughs> down quite a bit because I, I do a lot more work and I try not to. You know what I'm saying? I, Mike will tell you. Mike was the first dude to take you on the road. I used to be a wild motherfucker. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, John was out, John was out was of control so fun, for a minute. That was so yeah, fun. he had to slow it down. I, I reeled it in. What, what, <laughs> state, what state are you guys looking forward to performing in again when you go back out there? Anywhere you miss? Vegas. Really? Vegas. Yeah, I love Vegas. The cellar? Or you mean this Vegas in overall? Just Vegas. I, I mean, I, 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 you know, they got legal weed, yo. And I hate L.A. I had a dream that you, Vaughn, me, and whoever wanted to fill that space went on a nice little double date. 
We, we really? Yeah. Remember at the holiday party? All me, you just Sherrod, and Juan were dancing. Oh, yeah, 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 I yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't had a double date in 20 years. This is fun. It wasn't a date. It just happened to be two and two. But imagine if we go on on actual dates. I just want to get, I just want my life back. That's all I'm saying. That's the holiday party, you gave me a COVID. You just, why did I give you, why are you bringing this up every time we're on camera? I did not give you anything. <laughs> you sick as a dog. Jackie gets a rod, COVID. Jackie gets a rod, COVID. I'm going to post this for YouTube, Sherrod. Everyone's going to see this. I didn't give you anything. Yeah, you gave me some COVID. Uh, all right. <laughs> That's a, a good way to sign off. Thank you, guys. This was great. Gonna... <laughs> it was a fun time. I miss you guys. I miss you guys so much. And I'm. Are you going to we'll do get any, back in the game. Are you going to do any we'll Zoom? get back in there. Have y'all done any Zoom shows or anything like that? I just want no. to podcast. I'm going to race walks. I'm small ball my uh, sports podcast. But uh, I thought you don't put a video, a video intro of your podcast so so I can post it on Instagram. You know, like a, a preview. You record it. All you do is put the pictures up. Put an actual video up. What are you talking about? You, your podcast. Oh yeah. What about are you listening? Yeah, what about it? Why don't you put a video intro that we could post on Instagram of the podcast? Okay, yeah, yeah. Karen's making. Karen probably has it already. We got some running on a uh, uh, Facebook Live. You fucking with somebody named Karen, right? My, now? Yeah, my white daughter Karen, but it's uh, Israeli, so it's K E R E N, not the American. Uh, white okay, <laughs> okay. I was about to say <laughs> Karen. <laughs> I Sharad would be hanging out with a Karen. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you, Michael? We're all God's children. <laughs> there's no, there's no, I don't know what preference is. I have no idea. Um, Amy Cooper's. He likes to turn Amy him. Cooper. She's the worst person on the planet. He likes to turn the liberal racist uh, to uh, nigger lovers. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I read it. What about you, John? Have you done any Zoom shows? Yeah. I mean, like, actual show where you have to do a set. None of y'all have done those? Uh, Hell no, I'm not doing that. I did, a, I did a really good Zoom show. Um, we did it in a loft over in Steiner Studios. So the camera was on me. There's a real stage, mic stand, stool, everything. And he projected all of the people that were on the Zoom on the back wall. It was dope. Oh, OK, I see what you're saying. So you could get feedback in real time. You could see everybody. And yeah. I actually was in my space. I wasn't sitting on the couch. You know what I mean? We, they had, I, I one, they had one of those in LA where the, the wall was the actual Zoom squares right. of the audience members. You know, Mike, Mike is a snob. So Mike got all his opinions about performing. Uh, I just, I mean, I'm a, I am a comedy snob. I'm sorry. I'm a stand-up comedy snob. I am. I believe it should be done in an intimate setting. I think doing stand-up on Zoom is... Not something that I want to do. You it's could do it. I'm not. I'm not knocking anybody from doing it. But I just. I that's not how I choose to want to do stand up. I don't. I, I don't have a desire to do that. And he also will never get into. And he'll also never get into a public pool. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been in public pools. So I'm from the hood. So I've been in Betsy. I've been in the worst public pools. I mean. <laughs> so I've been there. Been there. Done that. I'm at an age now. You're supposed to grow. I don't want to go back to public pools. I'm sorry. I would like for you to invite me to your house where you have an own individual pool and we can just hang out and social distance in the fucking pool. I don't want to be in public pools and a bunch of niggas who don't know how to stop pissing for two <laughs> seconds to walk to the fucking bathroom. They have bathrooms in the public pool, uh, but you refuse to use it 
But let's be real though. I'm not. I'm not getting about the water to get. I'm peeing right there. I'm sorry. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I don't fuck the public. Huh? No, I like, pee in the shower, but I'm not in there. No, but I'm not in there. Everywhere, girls pee everywhere. We pee wherever we can pee. Yeah. Even no, on I the pee in the... with other people, I'm peeing in there. I'll pee in the shower, but I'm not there with a bunch of niggas I don't know. Well, you meant being locked up, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that is tricky. That is a gentleman. And even and even when I was locked up, I took uh, the late shower shifts. Oh. <laughs> Everybody showered early. <laughs> I, I showered late. Oh. Let me tell you something. When you in the dorm, when you in the penitentiary, and you in a dorm setting, not a not a cell setting where you're like in a max joint, but you're like in a in a uh, what do they call it a camp, right? And they have communal showers. It is the weirdest thing because niggas are showering with their boxes on. It's the weirdest yeah. thing. Yeah. And they and they washing their boxers while it's on them while they're showering. Yeah. It's one of the weirdest things. I mean, like nobody gets in the shower naked. So all this jail naked, drop the soap raping. I don't know where it's happening. <laughs> so you were, you were in How long were you in prison for? A year. One year? No, oh, that's nothing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, he'll try to do better next time. I'll try to get more time for you next time, Jackie. Jesus. I was, I was only in for what, three days waiting for my arraignment. But my year is nothing. Out in the Bronx. What? He was like, I only fuck lifers. <laughs> you don't do life, you don't get none of this pussy. <laughs> yeah, a year was enough for me, Ma. I'm good with that. I'm joking. He was on an innocence project who got out of <laughs> John, you you managed to escape any kind of jail time with all that life you had? Yo, I, I mean, I, I've been locked up a couple times. It was only for the night, you know what I'm saying? Day and, <laughs> yeah. day and a half. I just did some skid bids, you know. <laughs> I don't even know nah, what that is. These niggas did not, they did not want to let me go, man. I don't know what it was. Maybe they don't like my look or something, but they was like, nah, we holding on to him. So I he ain't did, going I did, nowhere. Did a couple skid bitch, shanked a couple niggas, and got up out of there. I shouldn't have went to jail, but I went to jail because of Joe Biden. What? What? I went to jail because of the 1994 crime bill. <laughs> oh, that was the They should have. They should have went easy on me, but they gave me the book because, uh, you know, they were trying to crack down on crime, and then and, and this bill had just been passed. I'm just fucking around. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm just, I'm just fucking, I'm just finding a way to blame Joe Biden, blame somebody else for my issues. I was a criminal. Oh. <laughs> you know, let's call it I wasn't the You know how everybody in jail be like, man, they got me on some bullshit. No, no. They got me on the shit I did. <laughs> uh, they got me on exactly the shit I did. I was like, y'all just gonna find out everything? <laughs> You in jail? They're like, yo, they frame you too? No, nigga. Not <laughs> it. All valid. Uh, no, they got me. They got me, son. You? They got me on exactly. These motherfuckers got me, son. They got me on, the, on exactly the dope that I moved. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> son, everything that I did wrong, they got me on it. I was like, you motherfuckers just gonna hit the jackpot with me. Any other crime y'all can't solve. They're like, did, did they but, plant it? No, I had it in my pocket. I had it all. No, <laughs> no it was mine. It was oh, mine. It was mine. 
<laughs> they pull out the drugs at the courtroom. I'm like, yep, that, that's my drugs. That is my, oh, you got my gun. Where'd y'all get my gun? I thought I threw it away. Hey, Mike, Mike, Mike. I thought I threw it away. Mike, all the dope bags got your picture on them like this. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Mike, Mike Yard right here. Gary, your switchblade had your initials and grades in the head. <laughs> Yeah, it was a gift from my crime part from my co-defendants. <laughs> they gave me that one on our one thousandth robbery. <laughs> it was a one handle gun to say two Mike Yard on him. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. This, this was a gift to me, to Mike Yard. Yeah, to me. My when you're sitting there talking to the public defender, he's like, "So you're like, no, dude, you your job shouldn't be that hard. I did everything." Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you what I told my lawyer. That's a true story, right? right. I told my lawyer, and I, because I, I was like, yo, do what you could do. And then he was like, man, you had all that shit? I was like, yeah. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> so he was like, man, they going hard for you, man. I was like, okay, listen, listen, listen. Just see if you could give me the least amount. I know I got to go to jail for this shit. I was like, but what's the least amount of time you could get me? Yeah. Like, there's no arguing my way out of this. Right. I am, they got me, dead to rights. I'm <laughs> dead to rights. Dead to rights. So what, how could, what's the least, and he went to work on that, and that's why I ended up getting a year, because they really wanted to give me three to six, wow. but he ended up getting me a year, because he worked his magic. Huh? Work camp type of thing, or was like a was what? No, 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 I went to prison. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I, at first, when I first got, when I first went up north, I went to Elmira, which, because uh, I was 17 when I got locked up. So Elmira is juvenile, uh, maximum security, but juvenile. Right. And I've been scared of my life, but I've never been that scared. Elmira, what, at that time, I had a cousin was one of the scariest places. They was just chopping niggas up like it was nothing, bro. They was just chopping, like it was motherfuckers just slicing you up just to get a rep, yo. It was, I, it was insane. Really? It was insane back then, but I didn't stay there long because I turned 18 and then they moved me to a, a grown man prison. That and is then that was, that was way better, way better. Because grown men, grown men just want to do their time. Yep. They don't want to fight nobody. Yep. They just want to do their time and live their life, you know, and they will fuck you up if you act up. They will, yeah. they will jux you. They will cut your throat if you act up, but they don't want to. Right. Right, young niggas you know? want to earn the rep and fucking tell me exactly. like, wait, fuck with me. And so that's who usually gets exactly. chopped up early. And that's why they get chopped the fuck up and they all come out with scars because they come out with that, yeah, I'm that nigga, I'm blah, blah, blah. Old dudes are like, I don't want to be that dude. Ain't nobody, <laughs> more, ain't nobody more dangerous than some drunk 15 to 20-year-olds together. Oh, that my God. range when your testosterone is jumping out of your skin. Yeah, out of you control. You, and you think you're invincible at that age. Yeah. Yeah. But when you're, but when, you're well, when you're an old guy, you're like, look, if I if I juke you, I'm gonna kill you. I'm not gonna scar you. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna break but a bone. Does. You'll be carried out, and there'll be one less nigga here. So well, that's the why reason why our soldiers are that age. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because they don't give a fuck, and they go right in. You can tell them what to do, and they follow orders. Yeah. And you're, Let me tell you something. And you're fearless. Yep. Yeah. You have no concept of death at that yep. age. Yep. Let me tell you something. I was on the A train one time, coming home. That's why I lived in Cyprus. 
And uh, it was me and this older dude. He was older than me. He must have been like in his 50s. I was maybe in my late 30s at the time. And he was sitting there with a tuxedo on and a gift bag. Like he got some swag from wherever he was. Yeah. And he had a brown paper bag with a beer in it. And he was sipping on his beer, just riding the train home. And these uh, six teenagers came in. And we, I heard one of them say, and he heard one of them say, you know, we should take his beer. And so the nigga was just sitting there. He ain't flinching nothing. He just sat there. And one of the, and they surrounded him. And one of them tried to snatch his beer. And this dude, I ain't never seen an older nigga move that quick in my life. Jumped up, and by the time I blinked, he had this dude up against the train car with a knife to his throat. And he was like, nigga, he said, this is your problem. You don't know me. He yeah. was like, I just came home, bro. I just did 25 years. I don't give a fuck about your life. I will cut your throat right now, sit down, and finish my beer. But I don't want to do that. But I will slice your fucking throat and sit down and finish my beer, little nigga. And the kid was like, please, please, mister. And his friends was like, he was just playing, mister. He was like, that's your problem. You don't know me to play with me. Yep. I will murder you. Do you understand that? Yeah. I will end your life, homie. And then he fucking he threw him, like, chopped him off and then sat down with the knife open and picked up his beer. And then the kids got off at the next stop. They were so shook. And yeah. I was just sitting there, and then that he started not, talking to me. That was not their stop either. They were like, I don't live here, but nigga, let's go. Exactly. Oh, that wasn't their stop. And they got off, and I was sitting there, and the dude was, like, talking to me, like, man, these young kids, like, I don't know what the fuck. And I'm just sitting there, like, could you, you know, like, close the knife, though? Because you, <laughs> you still got the knife open. I mean, I want to talk to you, but this is uncomfortable. I'm at a distance. Whenever I ride the train, I'm only nervous when young guys get on. Oh yeah. Old, yeah, as as you should when be. Old, when the old guy with the teardrop, and the, I'm never afraid of the old guy. They don't want no trouble. But the young ones, I'm like, I'm the one. I'm like, I'm gonna get off because they're rowdy. They're, yeah. they're fucking on everybody. But when it's, but an old player, I'm like, I'm not afraid of any old criminal. They yeah. don't want to fuck with me at all. Uh, all. All dudes' crimes are focused. Young dudes' crimes are opportunistic. They happen yeah. random. Yeah. They don't plan it. They just do it. It's you know, they just do dumb shit. And then they go, oh, shit, why'd I do that? There's no you know what I mean? No rhyme or reason. No. Just because a hard they, time for them, though, they keep it moving. And when they, and when, when you going to be a hard time for them, they're going to go, ah, nah. And when the young ones <laughs> notice that you're trying to mind your business, they fuck with you more. Yeah. yeah. And when you hear them and they fucking punk little faces, <laughs> they scatter. <laughs> <laughs> I hate little kids who are bad. I hate them. <laughs> And yeah, not not all of them. Some of them. I'm not a big fan of young some, teenagers. The the wild ones. I I don't like them either. They get on my nerves. Some of them are sociopaths too, though. Some, no, some are. Some of them just hurt and hurt at home and ain't getting no love. That's ninety five percent of them. Yeah, five percent. And that's fucking assholes. Hitler was a kid before, but the rest are just neglected and abused and planted out in some other way. So it's like I feel bad for them. I try to reach out to them, but you got me to. You got to punch them in their fucking face. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, guys. You guys, guys. We're gonna on that. Punching kids in the face. Anybody else? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you end your podcast. Punch a kid in the face. Fuck <laughs> these little kid. criminals. There you go. <laughs> I understand a lot of your anger now, Mike. I totally get it. It's probably. Oh, my childhood was quite fun. It was fun. I mean, yeah. It's <laughs> probably. I want to. I want to ask Vaughn if y'all role play at all. I want to hear the stories. No, <laughs> you know, you just want to hear something you know, to too. 
You, you wanna you wanna know what my childhood was? Uh, watch the, the the documentary The Seven Five. That's how I grew up. Yeah, that's my neighborhood too. I mean, we Brooklyn is. Yeah. yeah. Well, we have the yeah. The Seventy First. Seven Five was up the hill. That's where. Yeah. Maybe yeah, yeah man. All three of you guys are criminals. You're the yeah. guy. <laughs> The three, of you, the three of you, you I'm the I'm the booty Jamaican girl. You were the kind of boy that I wanted to go out with. The okay, one, all y'all. The one that my parents are not allowed to talk to him, him, or him. I'm like, well, guess what? I want to talk to him, him, and him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you were R and B group, you you'd be called forbidden fruit. <laughs> <laughs> I would have told your mother my name was Desmond. I like that. Every everybody, every girl, parents are like you don't talk to him, you don't talk to him, you don't talk to him. Exactly. Yeah, the the name of our group would be Boxers in the Shower. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, yep, I did it. It'd be a double entendre. Boxers in the Shower. That's hilarious. All right, let's do, let's do this again every couple of weeks because you know right, we're not we're not gonna be together like we usually are. All right, keep me updated. I'm in. All right, it's hit me up. I will. I love you guys. Love you guys. All right, love y'all, yeah. Mama. Bye. Bye, y'all. Peace. Tell Vaughn I said love her too. Will do. Vaughn, Jackie said she loves you. Bye. We all love you, Vaughn. Bye. Everybody says they love you, Vaughn. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> She said, love y'all. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.